Hello and welcome to today's first ever episode of Jam Sessions, the podcast presented to you by Think Jam, a leading entertainment marketing agency based in London and Los Angeles. I'm your host, Alex Robson, and today I'll be interviewing our founder and CEO, Daniel Roby. Throughout this series, we will be discussing challenges, opportunities, and innovative ideas for today and for the future, framed around enabling brands to entertain. For brands looking to maximize their relevance to consumers in individual markets, think global, act local has become the mantra. Localization aims to make a product appear to have been created specifically for its target market by adapting not only language, but also localizing the design and modifying messages to suit local tastes. However, localizing often hundreds of pieces of content for markets all over the world comes with its challenges. Balancing a consistent brand message with the need for local nuance and approvals can overcomplicate processes, consume resource and drain budgets. Add tight turnaround times and the need for messaging to be relevant and reactive to our changing environment more so now than ever and delivering these campaigns can feel like a minefield. So. We're going to talk a little bit about that and also uh, go through other insights and strategies today with Daniel. Welcome to the podcast, Daniel. Hey, Alex. It's exciting to be doing this with you and to have you on board and have you be the first guest uh, to be able to share with our listeners. Uh, So today, uh, what I really wanted to do was uh, go through a series of questions with you. But first, um, tell me and also for our listeners just a little bit about yourself. Give us some insight in your background, where you came from. 60 second version yeah the 60 second condensed version so i started back uh, in manchester graduated on one of the first digital uh, design courses in the country um i left manchester got a job in a film marketing agency traditionally focused on trailers and film posters i helped launch their digital team started as an intern rose through seven years to become a director of the business launching a lot of um, CD-ROMs at the time, which were cover-mounted on newspapers um, for the likes of Disney and Universal, Polygram. I remember those. Those are cool. They were the the ones that annoyed you on a Sunday morning that couldn't come through (laughs) through your letterbox. Um, Seven years later, um, I was made redundant. Um, Interesting times. Just just post the digital bubble, but just on the next digital... Um, upward trajectory. So I decided to start Think Jam. Uh, me, a couple of second-hand computers um, in a, a attic apartment in Marleybone. We had loads of fun, built a lot of great clients, um, built a team, um, and developed the business over a number of years. Realized a bit later that I actually had no business experience. So I went back to study, went to Harvard for a few years part-time, and then today, we've grown into a leading digital business. Um, we've won a load of awards. We work for most of the biggest entertainment companies in the world. And I guess, as they say, the rest is um, history. Oh, very cool. Uh, some of those things I didn't know about you uh, as well. So that's nice to, to hear that. Um, when you're saying you were working on uh, trailers and such like that, uh, what was like a, a film that stood out to you trailer-wise uh, back when you were working in that field? Oh, good question. One of the best films that we worked on, that I do remember, which, which the first ever film I worked on was The Borrowers. So that indicates age. Uh, <laughs> but the, one of the best films that, I, that we worked on was Kill Bill. Oh, great film. Uh, we did the original Kill Bill. Oh, amazing. 
the, the yellow carpet at the premiere was still very fixed in the mind. <laughs> uh, stands out, that's for sure. That's cool. Um, okay, so going on then, tell me a little about the and our listeners the Think Jam legacy. We've a legacy has been rooted in in creativity. It's I've always said. I mean, we do PR, we do social, we do promotions, but actually, our, our core has always been creative. Creative doesn't just mean design. Creative can mean ideas, um, and it does mean ideas, and it means strategies, and it means innovation. We built the business focused on entertainment. It's what we love. It's what we've got a lot of experience in. We've launched thousands of shows. Uh, movies, books, uh, we've worked in the theatre industry, we've worked very hard developing franchises and worked on some of the biggest franchises in the world. More recently we've been applying that logic through demand to non-entertainment clients who want us to help them launch their campaigns differently to say traditional agencies, helping them focus more on how they can target audiences through storytelling, through fast engagement, through trending engagement. What we've learned within film marketing is, is the speed of launching a campaign to great effect and great impact. And applying that now to brands is where we're finding a lot of success. So 90% of our clients are launching their products in multiple markets. We've built up that experience over the last 15 years working on centralized global campaigns, which are then adapted and customized for local country needs and nuances. Sometimes we're helping with that global strategy. Sometimes we're adapting that global strategy for our own country's needs. The biggest part of that work is getting the messaging right. So we know that we're talking to the right people at the right time in the right way. And in recent years, more and more and more of that content is, is video. And our experience of international marketing and video content and how to engage in video content is um, a big reason why we've started to look at scaling our teams and scaling our solutions and scaling our tech to help our clients for the future yeah absolutely well um you know i've as someone uh, who's uh, been on board with the company now for five weeks uh, i've certainly noticed that and appreciate that you know, as as times change, I've worked for companies in the past where things didn't move ahead and they kind of stuck with their old ways. And eventually that became a point that uh, they had no other choice but to face. So I, I like the the pace of Think Jam and the ever thinking. So it's in the name. Um, so the, what you were saying kind of leads me into my first question, actually, which is why is localization important in today's global world? It's so important. Um it's important for a number of reasons. The um, the days of a global message is is strong and important and still stands, but the underlying need for local nuanced messaging is important. It's been driven by social. It's been driven by people's voices. It's been driven by the audience hungry for um, being spoken to in the right way and how the generations now are are very focused on on only engaging really with targeted messaging. So making sure that a brand is can remain consistent, can remain on trend, on tone, but localizing those materials to engage with a local audience is a big part of the challenge. So we ensure that our um, clients maintain their brand integrity and their vision 
but support their local markets and support their local countries with that nuanced messaging right okay um yeah all great stuff for sure uh going on then to thinking about working with both global and local marketing teams what are often the disconnects and challenges you see from both those sides (laughs) the the first one is that sometimes they don't talk to each other (laughs) right um they're you know they've both got strong arguments neither's right neither's wrong the global teams are there to support the local teams and the local teams are there to know their local market an important part is to make sure that they're collaborating and talking. And that is getting easier by virtue of social and demand on uh, demand from the audience, uh, demand from the client. I say audience, it's audience, it's client, it's consumer. So it's it's making sure that the central teams, um, are, that their focus is the creative control and the brand consistency and the brand integrity. And it's the territory, the country, making sure that they're focusing on the relevancy and the message for their audience. A message in France for a brand is very, very different to the message in the US or the UK or Germany. And it's how those two teams can collaborate to ensure that those nuances are are maintained. The step beyond the creative or the, the, the materials is things like duplication. Lots of different countries creating lots of the same materials. So how do you make efficiencies? How do you increase the the speed? How do you save money? Because there's so much duplication, it means there's there's sometimes dilution of that core message. And sometimes that core message then can then get lost. So when we're working with our clients um, and we work hard with all um, countries and central offices, to ensure that the, the, the communication flows very, very freely. So we are and can be very simple, maintaining the brand creativity and uh, quality, maintaining efficiency and speed, and ensuring that we're looking at all materials so that, that costs are managed and waste wastage is minimized. Yeah, would you say that quality and speed are obviously two of the most important factors there? Um, when working with both the global and local marketing teams? I think they're two of the two of three most important factors. We talk about um, quality, time and cost Mm -hmm. and the famous business triangle. In the main and traditionally, most um, companies have uh, have to compromise to get two of those. So if you want something fast, it might not be the best quality or it might cost you more. If you want to save money, you might not get the best quality and so on. Actually, what we're doing and what we've developed as our tech and foundation principles within the business is ensuring all three of those can be met. So we can deliver fast, we can maintain the client's quality and ensuring that everything is everything is at a cost efficient price. The way that we do that is through um, efficient processes and more recently um, technology. Right. And when you mention price there, that kind of leads me into my next question, which is how can factors such as wastage, inconsistency be rectified without draining budgets? A big factor for us is how we are centralizing solutions and empowering our clients. And one way that we've looked at that in the last six months is building technology that we've actually put into the client's hands. So where we used to localized video, adapt messaging, adapt the content. 
which we still do, and it's still a very core part of our business, we've now built technology that we can put into the client's hands where local offices, local countries, uh, local departments can see the core materials and they can adapt within our tech and home office can control and drive a lot of the uh, the origination of those materials. What's amazing and, and, a, and, a, and a big um, successful output of our tech and solution is that different countries can start seeing what other countries and offices and different parts of the business are also doing. So there's an additional benefit of, a, of learning between teams and between countries to see what's working and what's not, but in real time, because they can see what's happening within our solutions. Okay, brilliant. So how do clients begin the process to integrate tools into their workflow? Best place to start to integrate tools into the workflow is to look at where you're duplicating. To stop duplication and to at least start the journey is to look at your teams and look at your countries and look at your departments and talk to your talk to your colleagues and figure out what is being done more than once, more than twice, more than three times. Get that down on paper and then you can start building up a strategy and start building up a plan to remove that. Removing it allows everyone to then focus on their core business, creativity, innovation, ideas, messaging, and and how you as a business with your product can engage your audience. Take away the bottlenecks and take away the barriers is what these tools will do. Yeah, no, very useful advice there. I totally agree. So I suppose the the key contributor and, and factor here is clients can start to shift their budgets away from production and focus more time and effort on creativity and driving excellent output, yeah. etc. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. Well, thank you for obviously coming on. Um, what I would like to do at the end of all these episodes is kind of have a brief summary of the three maybe sometimes they could be more but in this instance the three takeaways that you can offer from this this short but very useful interview for our listeners yeah um i think that there was quite a lot of points but i think the three most relevant um is certainly ensuring um and you might be doing it already but double down on it which is to collaborate and discuss solutions with your territories with your teams with your offices the collaboration and communication is absolutely key to bring tech on board and solutions on board and to remove efficiency and wastage. Investing in tech is number two. Um, tech is there to help. Tech is there to enable. Tech is there to support. Tech is not a hindrance. So smart tech, most importantly, simple tech. Um, doesn't need to be overcooked and overthought, but simple tech to solve problem. And then most importantly, to, to sort of wrap it up, you've got to think about and design solutions for tomorrow, not just today. Where's your business going to be in a year? Where's your business going to be in two years? Bringing on tech and collaborating with solutions is about future-proofing your business. And certainly what we do at ThinkJam is thinking, or certainly what, certainly what we do at ThinkJam is thinking ahead. What does the industry look like? tech world, digital world, marketing world, film world, consumer world look like in two years time. So make sure you're planning ahead is my last tip of the day. Okay. 
Well, thank you, Daniel, for coming on uh, and sharing some amazing insight. Uh, it's definitely been very helpful, even for me, to be honest with you. <laughs> There's some great tips for me to use as well. Uh, if you'd like to hear more about the services of Think Jam and what we can offer, please check the description uh, for useful links to our website. And yeah, we will see you on the next episode. Bye till then.